talking about reinvention, taking control of your destiny. You want to be liked? You want to be loved? How about respected? How about feared? What exactly are we talking about? You want to see how it works, baby? Wish for something. Like what? Whatever you want. It's yours. Just say the word. Okay, I wish I had a Big Mac and a large Coke. It is done. Also tonight, new at 4.30, people across the country are making fun of Oregon on social media as Oregonians try their hand at self-serve gasoline. The new law went into effect on Monday, but keep in mind it only applies to certain rural counties. Our Amy Frazier is live in Tillamook County tonight with a closer look at how the drivers are adapting to this, Amy. <laughs> Jennifer, this is one of the counties where you can pump your own gas after 6 p.m., a lot of the drivers we spoke with today say they really like the new law, but not everyone. Hi, how are you doing? What can I get you? A Big Mac and a large Coke. Fries? No. Comes to 347. Do you have 347? Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Dave. And I am Friar Rod, and you'd think I'd be well-rested after all of this uh, this break, but... But you are not. I am not. Why aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm still dealing with some of this fallout from the stupid accident. So they're still trying to figure out what's causing my my residual pain in my right hand and arm. And yeah. So I saw a place in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Drove by it, said, there's no way that that sign says what it says. <clears throat> so... Coming back from Oklahoma, we drove through Colorado again just to make sure that that sign actually said what it said. And I'm pretty sure they could help you with your problem. Oh, really? Chinese Yang massage. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think I even sent you a picture of that. You did. You did. Yeah. It's like uh, they're not even bothering to. <laughs> Good for the Yang. You keep using that word. I didn't think it means what you think it means. What was that movie with the Eddie, Eddie Murphy where he goes to Nepal? Can't remember that. The Golden Child. Oh yeah, good to keep Yang up. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with my Yang. <laughs> well, we're back. Uh, it was a long trip, uh, very hot around the country. Down in Oklahoma, it was in the almost hundreds, ninety nine hundred. Yeah, every day. Um, the big difference was the humidity down there is like ninety percent. Yeah. Whereas in central California, it can be 110 and the humidity is what? Zero. Yeah, it drops down to like, you know, 10. Yeah. It, it's like really low. It's a dry heat. So we came it's, home it, thinking, hey, we, we went through New Mexico, Southern mm -hmm. Colorado, Utah, that desert country, thinking we'd get home and it would be better. But of course, we are on the fifth of a six day record heat wave, <laughs> extreme heat alarms, the whole nine yards here in Washington state. And the difference between here and California is that houses here do not have air conditioning. Well, and you have more humidity up right. where you are. So it has been miserable. Um, this morning, uh, I just shut the air conditioning off. Red, we, we have a window air conditioner, so I just shut it off so that you could actually hear what I'm saying. Because otherwise, it's like yeah. a wind tunnel in here, and there you go. But all that said, I just drove 4,200 miles. There and back. That's I a have track. a message for Americans. I don't know why I should have to say this. It seems like something I shouldn't have to say. It seems like something Americans should innately understand. But for some reason, at least 50% of you morons out there don't get this. <laughs> and I feel like it has fallen to me to reiterate this simple concept that every American should understand already. For God's sakes, it's in the book when you read the book to learn how to do this thing. Mm -hmm. It used to be on the test. I don't know if it still is or not because I haven't taken the test in, God, since 1988. I think it was the last time I took a driver's test. Mm -hmm. Now I just go in and hand them my old license. They give me a new one and on we go. Yeah. But for some reason... At least half the people on the road 
at least between here and Norman, Oklahoma. 2,000 miles plus each way. Mm -hmm. For some reason, you people are not getting this simple concept. So I'm going to repeat to you now. Okay. And I want you to take it to heart. Because if you don't, I'm going to go to prison for murdering someone. Or road rage. Slow traffic. Keep right. (laughs) If you are being passed on the right by anybody... You are in the wrong lane, period. I don't care if it says the speed limit is 80 and you're doing 81. So you're you're legal. Doesn't matter. The sign clearly says slow traffic, keep right. Mm -hmm. If you're slower than everyone else, you don't belong in the left lanes. But Dave, there's always going to be someone feeling faster than you. This is true, which is one of the things that just annoys the living daylights out of me about this trip, because as I've explained multiple times, I have made this drive in my lifetime. I'm 58. I've probably made this drive or portions of this drive 30 times. That's a lot. Yeah, I used to drive a lot because I was young and didn't care. I didn't have back pain or knee pain (laughs) and I had a sports car. And in those days. For some stupid reason, Richard Nixon, the speed limit was 55. Yeah. Which was absolutely, and I will not back away from this. I don't care. You can make whatever argument you want. The 55 mile an hour speed limit was absolutely stupid. Arbitrary. The the original idea was, well, we're going to save gas because we're too stupid to make more gas. Yeah. And then when it became clear that it wasn't saving any gas, it turned into, well, it's about safety. Yeah. Saving li- 55 saves lives. Oh, yeah. I remember that mantra. Which wasn't true either. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to talk about the fact that what 55 really did was raise revenues. Yeah. Because people like me said 55 is stupid and drove significantly faster than that. So I have a collection of tickets. You can go back in my history. Multiple, I, I would say 90% of the tickets I got, mm-hmm. 75 and a 55. That's pretty bad. There is there is one 90 plus and a 55, but that's kind of an outlier. Okay. Like you didn't get arrested it. for reckless driving? Oh, God, no. In fact, what he said was, quote, I can see you're in a hurry, so I'll just write you a citation and get you on your way. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> Still my favorite ticket. I got that one in Oregon on I-84. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got it, I was still in the Navy. And so a few weeks later, they sent me the the thing, you know, you got to go to court. Yeah. Well, I was at sea. I can't go to court. So I I called them up, said, hey, I'm going to be deployed. I can't go to court. She says, well, that's okay. You just need to pay the ticket. So but what if I want to go to court and argue this? Why can't I get a continuance? Why why can't I delay this? You know? And. So the conversation finally drifted into, well, what what happens if I don't pay this ticket? Yes. And the nice gal from Oregon said to me, we have a reciprocal agreement with Washington State. If you don't pay the ticket, they won't renew your driver's license until you do. And I said, that's it. They won't renew my license. They're not going to arrest me or anything. No, they just won't renew your license when it expires. You'll have to pay it before you can get your Mm -hmm. new license. And I said to her. You, you do realize that I'm in the Navy. My driver's license doesn't expire. Yes, sir. I know that. And the only thing you're going to do is not renew it. Yes, sir. <laughs> so anyway, every time I drive through Oregon now, I get a little nervous just in case. But, but anyway, you get, you get pulled over and arrested. Right. So all these 75 and 55 zone, and, and the truth is, it was only rare that I would exceed 75, yeah. because 75 is really, for the car I had at the time, it was the perfect speed, gas mileage versus everything else, and over the course of five hours, you're going to go 100 miles further mm-hmm. than you would otherwise. And so now, jump ahead to, you know, recent years, and multiple times I've driven back and forth across the country. And the speed limits are now 80. Mm-hmm. 
So I blow by cops at 82 miles an hour and they just wave at you like, mm-hmm, nice to see you. Welcome to yeah. Idaho or whatever, <laughs> South Dakota. I think we saw maybe four state patrol state troopers in the entire trip. And even at 80 and, and I'm doing 80 because that's the speed limit where we were. <laughs> and I'm being passed because I'm in the right lane because slow yeah. traffic keeps right. And I figured going slower than these people. I typically go with or a little faster than traffic. Right. And so I will stay like in the left lane, but I'm watching to see when someone's coming up on me, I, I move over, let them pass. God bless you. The only, the only time that I don't do that is that when we're actually like in traffic and the fast lane is moving a little bit faster than the slow lane. But there's those gaps in the right hand side that these maniac people will swerve out and try and, beat line all the way up and then merge back in. Got to be with one car quicker. One car quicker. I'm guilty of that at times, but all I know is at 80 miles an hour, people were blowing by me in Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. Cammy says, why, why, why are you going so slow? I'm doing 80. I used to get tickets for 75 and I I feel comfortable at 80. I don't need to go any faster. I really don't, but (laughs) Plus, at six dollars a gallon gas as well. I I love seventy five though. Seventy five is a perfect speed. Yeah, it is. And gas is a lot cheaper in Oklahoma. We got to Texas. Gas was like when we left here. It was four eighty one. Mm-hmm. Get to Texas, it's three ninety. Dang. Cammy says, "Why is it so cheap here? Because this is where they make it, and they don't yeah. and they don't have to do all that stupid California stuff. Supply and demand. There's a greater supply here. Anyway, my point of all this is I I don't know where these people have come from but good lord we we actually watched i'm not making this up two truckers truckers okay mm-hmm. people who ought to know better mm-hmm. i'm sure this is in the cdl test when a cop flashing his lights comes up behind you what do you do you're supposed to pull over to the right well, apparently in new mexico what you do is you block both lanes because you're going up the hill and you know this is more important than pulling over and so we watched the state trooper follow these cops, follow these trucks for about two miles up the hill trying to get around them because he obviously wasn't pulling them over. But mm-hmm. which in retrospect, I mean, we, we had this intense conversation about these stupid truckers blocking this cop who obviously needed to get somewhere in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Right. And we watched him try to get him around. And the roads were kind of narrowish and he couldn't get around them. And the trucks just wouldn't slow down and pull over. Because they were going uphill and they didn't want to. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. And we finally, uh, we finally, I mean, it, it was a good five minutes before this cop finally managed to get around these trucks and go. So about 20 minutes later, we pull in to get gas and mm-hmm. lunch and Subway. God bless you, Subway. Your new menu, primo. Much better than your old menu. <laughs> and we spent a lot of time at Subway on this trip. So we pull into the Subway to get lunch and damned if that cop wasn't there huh. and i'm like wait you're running up the road in a hurry to get the subway i mean i like subway but yeah was, anyway kind of well, tempered my anger of the whole thing but they probably uh probably pulled him off of whatever call he was responding to because he couldn't get there in time probably that's what ended up happening saw some good places um i will tell you there are we we had a very bad experience in albuquerque Really? I would never go to Albuquerque again. So what happened in Albuquerque? Oh, my God. Albuquerque is, New Mexico is a very beautiful state. New Mexico mm-hmm. has a lot to offer for it. I'll start with actual Mexican food. Okay. Which I had not had in quite some time. Since you left the Central Valley. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was introduced to something called white salsa, which I had never had before. I remember you was showing me that. Fantastic. Uh, the food was, even the... Even the cheap Mexican food was really good. Had a thing called a Navajo taco. I mean, it was just really, which isn't Mexican technically, but, yeah, you know, same idea. Anyway, we get to Albuquerque on the way there. And I swear to God, Albuquerque, number one, it's just miserably hot. But number two, the hotel was just crap. It was poorly advertised and didn't, did not match any of the, the amenities. The pool was closed. Uh, I need to walk. So go to walk and the gymnasium has been turned into a laundry room kind of thing. The staff was just terrible, but Albuquerque itself has five IHOPs. Now we have, we have a 12 year old son who has a very limited 
repertoire of what he will eat. Mm-hmm. IHOP is one that is, is on that list. Yeah. So let's go get some dinner at IHOP. Uh, four of the five IHOPs are closed. But of course, it doesn't tell you that on Google. Sure. But getting there is an adventure because I, Albuquerque, I don't know who designed traffic in Albuquerque, but oh my God, um, it's just a mess. I mean, left-hand turn lanes that go into the right-hand lane, the oncoming traffic hmm. kind of thing, divided highways. That okay. Love to, I mean, it's just it's insane. And then, and, and then in the dark, for some reason, and I'm not clear why, but Albuquerque has decided that streetlights, yeah, we don't need that. So you hmm. can't see anything. You can't. <laughs> they use concrete barriers between lanes. You can't see them when you're making left-hand turns. And Oh, it was just... Not to mention the fact that apparently marijuana is legal in New Mexico and New Mexico. Well, Albuquerque, I'm going to say definitely smells of marijuana. Yeah, that's not good. And uh, somebody decided to have a race car race outside our hotel room in the middle of the night. It was not a good experience. Did you leave a bad Yelp review? Uh, We use Mm booking.com, but yes, it was a bad review. It was not a positive review. We, we always try to find something positive to say. Mm-hmm. So what's the best thing coming out of Albuquerque? Checking out of the hotel was the I best four, thing. I-40. <laughs> Get out of Albuquerque. The rest of New Mexico was fantastic. We, we loved. I, I really enjoyed uh, New Mexico, Southern Colorado. We were technically in Arizona, but not. Yeah, really, when, you, when you drove right. the corners. Yes, we drove around the four corners, which was pretty funny. But, of course, the big highlight for me of the trip was getting to go to Bumble Nugget, Colorado. There you go. My wife. Had no clue. She's like, <laughs> "Why are we stopping here? Don't you know what this is? This is the spot. This is the home of of what the frog. This is Bumble yeah. Nugget, Colorado." And she looks around. and goes, There's nothing here. <laughs> so see away over there. There's a trailer. You know, old beat weather beaten trailer where some prospector lived a hundred years ago. Yeah, this is it, man. This is beautiful downtown Bumble Nugget, Colorado. Home of Dave's Dead Horse Farm. Yep. Open weekdays and Sundays after church. <laughs> On the banks of the San Juan River. Beautiful Highway 160, which for some reason I said 161 on the on the video, but I I she was like, I cannot believe that we're stopping here for this. Now, what you need to understand is at Bumble Nook of Colorado is right on the border. Sure. So there's a sign that says, Welcome to Colorful Colorado. And all the tourists are stopping to see that. Yeah. And so while I'm doing this video at Bumble Nugget, Colorado, my wife is volunteering to take tourist pictures, Asian tourist pictures at the, at the colorful <laughs> Colorado pictures. So so we were pretty involved there. It was uh, there you go. It was good. You, you had a positive impact on someone's vacation. I, I photobombed people at at four corners. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So that people are taking pictures. So I just walk up and hug them and you know, put my arm around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's so you. Yeah. <laughs> like four corners man boy that place has changed from when i was a kid when i was a kid four corners national monument yeah was literally just the concrete around the little marker that's it and by the way yes i know that the marker is in the wrong place please stop sending me the emails and the text going, Dave, don't you know that your gvn is wrong and that, that the four corners national monument is in the wrong place yes everybody knows that no one, however, is going to fork over the money to pick it up and move it 500 feet and no. put it where it's actually supposed mm-hmm. to be. So we all just pretend that this is where it really is. Is there even a marker where the real spot is? I have no idea. And I wasn't going to walk out into the desert to find out. <laughs> because believe me, it's freaking desert. I mean, desert, desert. It's 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 yeah. Sahara type desert. It's not. There's, pr- there's probably a geocache there, though. Right. Anyway. So when I was a kid, it was just the marker and a little bit of concrete around it. Now it's uh, now it's big business. You got to pay eight dollars to park. You got to pay. You know they got all these uh, sales booths, you know vendor booths yeah. and stuff like that. But they did have Navajo tacos, taco trucks. So there you go. So then you have to decide. I'm not making this up. You got to decide which state you want to buy your taco in because. <laughs> Well, you got to buy one in each one and see which one's the best one, right? Well, but there's a price difference between each state. And I could not believe that as I'm walking around going, wait, why is your taco this much and their taco is that much? And because they're in New Mexico and we're in Utah. Okay. 
So anyway, I think we ended up buying them in Arizona, if I remember right. But it was really good. Really good. <laughs> Very friendly people. So we had, uh, you know, given the purpose of the trip, we, we made the best of it. And the reason we were able to do all that is because when we left, uh, my dad had just been moved back to the hospital and had tested positive for COVID. And so he was in COVID isolation. Mm-hmm. So even if I rushed down there to get, they weren't going to let me in to see him. Nope. So we figured, well, we'll just take our time. And we got there late Saturday night, early Sunday. By the way, kudos to my wife. Mm-hmm. My wife is a booking.com genius. Is she? It actually says that on her web. Uh, apart from that one hotel. Well, yeah, but that wasn't her fault. That was the hotel's fault. For okay. Lying. Anyway, so she got us an embassy suites mm-hmm. room in Norman for like a hundred bucks a night. Nice. So anyway, beautiful hotel, beautiful type, fantastic place. But we, uh, we get there. So it's Sunday morning before I can go do anything. We go to the hospital and of course they're not going to let me in. My brother and I are there. They don't let us in. Not even being a pastor or a rabbi, they wouldn't let you in. No, they would not let us in. And we were both ordained. We are both ordained. And we made a point of parking in the clergy parking spot because we're ordained. We both are for the same reasons at the same place. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know why this show is called What the Frock, you need to go back in the whole thing to the beginning. And (laughs) Anyway, um, so that was on Sunday. On Monday, we went because we, we... he was going to be discharged, and we needed to find a, a skilled facility, which took some doing. Uh, but we did find a place. And then on Tuesday, they were supposed to release the, the COVID isolation thing. So we had decided to take Ben to the water park that day because we didn't know if we could get in or not. Sure. So we took Ben to the water park, and, of course, we're at the water park. They call me and say, well, they're going to lift the, the COVID thing at noon. So we figured, well— Anyway, Ben had his great time, and then uh, then I went over that night. We were able to see him on Tuesday night, Wednesday. Uh, they moved him to the new facility. Thursday, we spent a really good time with him. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, we had to leave to get back so Cammie could go back to work. And coming back, we, we were originally going to go through Denver, but it was a Friday. Ugh. And I did not want to deal with Denver traffic on a Friday, especially when we would have hit it right at rush hour. So we decided to actually go back the same way we came. Hmm. Um, so you went by Bumble Nugget again? We, we, we didn't actually go by Bumble Nugget. We were close. We were in Cortez, okay. which is where I saw the Chinese Yang massage. Okay. Um, and then we, we ended up hitting, we, we were going to, Snoqualmie Pass is sure. east of here. And Sunday night traffic in Snoqualmie is a mess. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, let's drive I-84 down the Columbia River, which is also where I got the 90 plus and a 55 zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And we'll cross before we get to Portland so we won't have to deal with Portland traffic either. So it'll be great, right? Eh, something would happen. Yeah, would happen. Yeah, Troutdale, Oregon, just short of Portland, there's a massive pile up. So they put us on this... Uh, detour through this park along the Columbia River, which, of course, every Portlandian on a Sunday afternoon, a hot Sunday afternoon, has gone to this beautiful park. And so it's full of Portlandians walking on the roads. Mm-hmm. So your your choice is park on I-84 or park in this park. And we didn't really get a choice because they routed us off. Yeah. And we ended up sitting in that traffic. And we... we uh, was so frustrating. But then we got by the time we got home, I was just like, plus then the whole slow traffic keep right thing. Sure. I mean, that was still happening here. Oh yeah. We're five miles well, from home. And I'm screaming at people, get out of the left lane. Well, and Oregon has laws for it, right? You actually get a ticket, <sighs> I believe. You're, you're supposed not. to get laws here. There's supposed to be tickets here. You can't delay five cars here. If you're delaying five yeah. cars, you're supposed to pull over. Does anybody actually I mean again, I only saw like four state troopers the whole trip. Yeah. Is anybody actually enforcing this? No. Of course not. Because if they did that, well. Well, if they increased the fines, you'd find more tickets being given. Right? Revenue generation. Right. That's the theory anyway. But who knows if they really, I kind of get the impression, I'll be honest with you, this little trip has reinforced in me the, the impression that the state troopers just want to drive around. They don't, they don't really yeah. care that much. Because... <laughs> Really, I was doing 80, and people were blowing by me, so. 
just driving around and then getting get the subway. Of course, the revenue enhancement on 85 and an 80 probably isn't as good as it was on 75 and a 55. No. Just thinking. But anyway, the trip was uh, was done and we're back. And well, I'm glad we you're back. I miss I am, this. I'm I, I miss sitting here chatting with yeah. you and talking over life. And I'm glad I'm back. Times. I just wish it was cooler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a lot cooler because, dude, it's hot, but not as hot as my Facebook account is. Uh oh. Well, we'll talk about that in just a moment. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, as Rod is, yes. you may have noticed that my Facebook account doesn't seem to exist anymore. So you have to explain what happened, Dave. Well, I'm a little confused because I was talking to somebody last night who knows these things. And he was telling me, no, your account's still there because I can see it. But I can't mm-hmm. see it. I don't know anybody else that can see it. Anyway, so long very long story short, I, I have an issue with Facebook. I, I'm, I am the guy that's going to argue with you that Facebook is a private company. They do not. The First Amendment does not apply. If Facebook decides that they don't want you on their platform, that's their that's their prerogative. They can decide that. And really, because it's a private company, there ain't nothing you can do about it. Now, is that a good business model? No. No. But. From a legal standpoint, there's very little argument here, in my opinion. That said, Facebook is famous for doing some things that mm, I don't think most people know of how much how much they're trying to get you to invest your your existence online in Facebook, your pictures, your photos, your memories, your posts, your your games, Rod. I play a game, Angry Birds Friends. Been playing mm-hmm. for like five years. I've made massive progress. Mm-hmm. I'm just about, you know, legendary master level of Angry Birds Friends. But it's tied to my Facebook account. <laughs> this is why you should never use Facebook to log in right. to other other services. You shouldn't even use it. Eric and I have been having this conversation about links. You know, you post a link to, to Facebook. Well, yeah. If you post a link on Facebook to a, to a story and you click on that story, the tracker says it came from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, you could get around that. You could just Google the story, but then you're just giving the tracker to Google and yeah. not Facebook. So I don't really accomplished anything. But at the end of the day, Facebook allows people to post things. Sometimes I think just because they're, they're doing this. So in the middle of all this deal with my dad, and I think I sent you guys the picture. Mm-hmm. Some newspaper in Germany publishes a story about wolves. Okay. So the story, the gist of the story is that wolves have been reintroduced to the German forests mm-hmm. and they're flourishing. And the I'm, I'm not making this up. This is a real story. You can, you can look it up. The gist of the story is that the reason that the wolves, you know, ow, wolves, mm-hmm. four-legged ancestors of dogs, those wolves, which have been reintroduced to the German forests, the reason they're doing so well proves that right-wing neo-Nazi governments are coming back into power in Germany. (laughs) Which is a perfect almost WTF story. Would be. I have another one. And this one led to the nuking of my Facebook account. Right? Mm -hmm. So... Because I'm stupid, and I freely admit that, instead of thinking about, oh, this story is just stupid and moving on to the issues of the day, I suddenly flashed on something that I wanted to comment. There was a movie back in the 70s, I guess. I don't, I don't even know when it came out. I want to be clear here. Never actually seen this movie. I've seen clips of it here and there. I know of the movie because it's it's funny in the sense that, well, sexual perversion can be funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
So there's a movie, and it is called Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS. And it is a bondage flick about a girl who is in the SS, and she uses her position in the, the SS to satisfy her perverse sexual desires, which involve bondage and that sort of thing. This is a very famous flick from the 70s. <laughs> you just looked at it, didn't you? <laughs> I just did a search on YouTube. So apparently YouTube doesn't doesn't block right, scenes right. from that. But <laughs> along with that search came up Werewolf Women of the SS right. as a movie. <laughs> so thinking to myself, Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS, wolves, pr- wolves flourishing in the German forest proves that the right-wing Nazis are coming back. <laughs> I thought it would be funny to post the picture of Ilsa, the she-wolf of the SS, which apparently is the unpardonable sin for Facebook. You can't, you can't bring up Nazis on Facebook. In fact, I have a friend of mine who runs a page over on MeWe. It used to be on Facebook, uh, World War II history, you know, 50 mm-hmm. years ago, 75 years ago, whatever. And he used to regularly get suspended for posting actual AP pictures Getty pictures of Adolf Hitler or other Nazis doing things that they actually did in history, newspaper photographs that Mm -hmm. that actually occurred. He would get suspended because apparently you can't post Nazis on Facebook. Which is funny because I was actually in a, in a play, um, the hiding place, which is the story about Corey Ten Boom. And I, and I played a, I played one of the Nazi characters in there. And I, so I have pictures of me on the, on Facebook in uh, Nazi uh, uniform. Is it clear that it's a Nazi uniform? It's I mean, clear it that it's a Nazi the, uniform. Does it have the swastika it ha- I had the swastika armband, I believe. I I, I'll have to look again. But. I'll have to report you for this. Because anyway. <laughs> It'd be funny. Anyway, I posted this picture. The account is iHypocrite. They posted the story. Anyway, so I thought it would be funny to point out the fact that this has happened before. Clearly, the story is correct because also the she-wolf of the SS proves that all Nazis are wolves and all wolves are Nazis, right? Yeah. QED. And I swear to God, it wasn't 30 seconds and my account was gone, gone, gone. And, you know, I was using my mobile device to do this because I was in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And it says to me, um, you can appeal our decision, but we're not going to change it. Uh, and then it says, and, and I'm not making this up. This is weird. It says, do very bold. Up, do not log out of your account. Because if you log out of your account, it will be permanently deleted in X number of days. So I didn't log out. I went and got my iPad, got into my quote-unquote auxiliary account, which I've kept because this very thing concerned me some years ago yeah. when I got a temporary suspension. And I wasn't able to get to the Plausibly Live page, and I thought, oh, that might not be good. Realizing at that point that I had not added myself to the WTF page. Yeah. So I had to call Ron and say, put me on there. Um so anyway, my account is just gone. That apparently the Nazi line, you cannot yeah. cross the Nazi. So, line. so when I when I click on your account, it just says this feed's not available or this content's not available. Right. right. So so we have a we have a group, Constitution Thursday discussion group, which I had posted hundreds of articles of mm-hmm. interest to Constitution Thursday was all gone, just not there. <laughs> it's like holy crap! And of course, you know, it's frustrating from my game standpoint. Yeah. Okay, because I uh, okay, and now I got to start all over again on that. Um, but it just it bugs it. It doesn't bother me from a First Amendment standpoint. It bothers me from a good business standpoint. This this to me does not strike as a good. You want to delete the post and say, "Hey, that yeah. crosses our line." I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, but nuking an entire account because you don't like a post. Well, well the whole historical thing that your your friend was posting, right? I mean, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, that's the picture of you as a Nazi. Wow. Yeah. Is that Ilsa the She-Wolf next to you? No, that's not Ilsa the She-Wolf. This was a church play, Dave. (laughs) Anyway, the whole point of this being that my, if you are friends with me on Facebook or if you follow me on Facebook or anything through Facebook, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if in... X number of days would be about the 22nd or 23rd. Yeah. I'm going to, no, it wouldn't it'd be earlier. That'd be the 20th. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get my old account back or not, but I do have an auxiliary account that I, you know, use yeah. for exactly this kind of purpose, which is why they tell you don't log out because they don't want you to 
to go create a new account. Well, I didn't create one. I did it five years ago. Yeah. But, um, so anyway, uh, I so do, I, I solved that problem by not using the mobile apps at all. I, I use, I have the brave browser on my right. phone. And so I use the browser. Well, I probably will do that in the future, but in the meantime, I'm stuck. Cause if I log out, they, they're telling me they're going to permanently delete it. So. Sure. But on, on my computer, I can do that. So, there's that. So all, all of this to say, you know, caution, be cautious about what you post on Facebook. MeWe is uh, much more friendly. Nazis are verboten. Which is just weird because you can post a story about wolves in Germany mm-hmm. being the equivalent of Nazis. Yeah. But you can't comment on the story. No. Because if you comment on the story, especially if you bring up Ilsa the She-Wolf of the SS and her bondage flick, you will, uh, <laughs> you will be... Nuked, because that is the line which cannot be crossed. The name that shall not be mentioned. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to What the Frock. I am Rod. And I'm Dave. And it's time. It's that wonderful time, Dave, that we finally got to where we're going to talk about our WTF stories of the week. And, and so being that we took this small hiatus, I thought about throwing you a party, Dave. And, and you know, if, if you were going to throw a party in New York City, where, where do you think one of the best places to throw that party would be, Dave? New York City? New York City. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I had to guess, maybe the Hyatt. Maybe uh, okay. Waldorf yeah. Astoria. And and you'd be wrong because, Dave, of course I um, there are people throwing wild, booze-filled pool parties with twerking bikini-clad girls and a dwarf and a DJ on the subway. So our news story comes out of New York City subway trains being in the scene of an impromptu party complete with women twerking in bikinis, downing shots of liquor, and taking the carriage ride floor slip and slide ride. Dancers who are believed to have been on the L train bounced from passenger to passenger while taking breaks to, uh, to play in a DIY paddling pool. It's one of those little paddle pools that they put down uh, completely turned it into a slip and slide where they had a at one point a shirtless man with dwarfism was also seen getting into the action sliding across the subway floor. Wow. So it's amazing on the Dave. subways and the subways, you know. What you can find in the New York subway, a party would not have been on, on my list at all. (laughs) (laughs) Complete with dwarves. My, what the frock WTF, sorry, is a rant. Uh Oh, now I've known this for some time because I've driven through Oregon in previous year. Yeah. So I knew that driving in Oregon you always stop before you cross into Oregon for, for gas. And as soon as you get out of Oregon, you stop for gas because Oregon has a stupid, and I don't want to mince words here, Oregon. You are fucking stupid <laughs> with your idiotic law that says you can't pump your own gas. There's no self-serve in Oregon. You with me here? Yeah. Except for you at Narcos, you still have to go. There's some exceptions, but, but you know, so you pull up to a gas station in Oregon. Now, I, I'm just going to tell you that we particularly like loves country stores for reasons, but mostly because they usually have subways. Um, you pull up, you, you wait in line, you pull up to the pump, and then you got to sit there and wait on, what, 14, 18 pumps, and you have to wait till the one guy mm-hmm. that they have on duty decides that it's your turn 
And then he walks over to you and says, can I help you? And you say, fill it up. And you hand him your card. He goes off and does all that stuff. And then he comes back, tells you how many gallons it was, give you your receipt, and you're on your way. This is a very slow process. This is not, this is not what you're used to, pulling up the gas station, jumping mm-hmm. out, gassing up your tank, and going on your way. You have to wait for him. Yeah. So we pull into Oregon, needing gas, because we got kind of a late start that first day, and yada, yada, yada. Pull into the old loves there, pull up to the pump, and wait. Ben and Cammy go inside because it's Love's Country Stores, and we like that. Plus, they have Subway and strawberry milk, which is what Ben loves. <laughs> and we wait, and I wait, and I wait, and I wait. Speeding up here because otherwise I'm going to lose my yeah. mind. And finally, the guy next to me just says, screw it, and he starts pumping his own. And at this point, because I've made that mistake before in Oregon, oh, yeah. I'm expecting the guy to come running over, screaming at him. But nothing happens. <laughs> and I look over, and the guy, the one guy for these 18 pumps, is just standing in his little hut with his arms folded, picking his fingernails or something. And I said to myself, screw this. And I start pumping my own. Now I'm really nervous because now in Oregon, I'm a criminal. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. They will fine you. Besides the ticket that you have outstanding. Yes. And they will, (laughs) they will make. So I'm like, well, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. Because everybody else is now. Everybody at this thing is pumping their own gas. So we all pump our own gas. We're all kind of looking at him like, is this okay? What's up? So get my gas, move over to the other side, go into this, the station, get my coffee or drink or whatever. And as I'm checking out, I said to the guy, so what's the deal? Did you guys change your stupid law that says we can't pump anymore? Oh, no, we didn't change the law. We made an exception. Because and I'm not making this up. It's too hot out. Oh, so as long as the heat is over a certain point, you pump your own gas in Oregon. Soon as the heat falls below a certain point, then the dude, the one dude that they have for 18 pumps will come out and pump your gas for you. But until then, (laughs) you just handle it yourself. How stupid is that? So they made a stupid law even stupider. I don't want to be too rude to Oregon here. Because, you know, there's parts of Oregon that I actually do like. But you people, here's the really stupid part about this. Apparently, they had a referendum on their ballot a few years ago to do away with this stupid law. And the people of Oregon said, oh, no, we like that. And voted to keep the stupid law. Well, what's funny is, is watching people come across the border from Oregon to California and then having to pump their own gas. Especially the older people, because they, they don't know how to do it. What's worse is seeing all the gas stations in Boise and in, in Kennewick in Washington that are packed to the kills because people are like, screw those guys in Oregon. But now, right now, you can pump your own gas in Oregon because it's, quote, too hot. I've got family in Oregon, so my dad's from there. I'm just going to say this, and much as I started this show with, with, you know, a message for America. This is yeah. a message specifically for Oregon. You people are stupid <laughs> and you need to do away with this stupid law because how do I say this politely? There are 48 other states, including Alabama and Alaska, who are laughing at you for your stupidity. Yes, I know in New Jersey they do the same thing, but their reasoning is a little bit different. Their reasoning is the mobs and unions, your reasoning in Oregon, and I am not making this up, Rod, the reasoning in Oregon dating back to 1951 is because self-surf gas stations, quote, are not safe. Oh, great. Oregon, get your butt into the 21st century and do away with your stupid rule. And more importantly, if you're going to have your stupid rule, one, hire more people to do mm-hmm. it, and two, 
Don't make an exception because it's too hot out. We don't want to work right now and still pay the people to stand there and pick their fingernails while, while I pump my own gas. God, that's America. <laughs> I need a job like that where I just stand around and watch people pump gas. There you go. In the heat. Of course, I can sit in my air-conditioned hut and go, eh, it's too hot for me. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Be more like New Mexico. But not Albuquerque. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And I saw a lot of news on this trip that I couldn't understand why anybody would care about. Yeah. A lot of it. And and I tried to write them down. I tried to make notes. And I tried to, tried to send them to myself on Facebook. But my Facebook account had been nuked, so I couldn't save them. <laughs> um, but long story short, we've got news. I don't know why you would even care about it. Yeah. Let us start. With McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's, I don't know if you knew this or not, has a special arrangement with the Coca-Cola company. Yes. No company can get a better deal on products than than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. They have exclusive roots to it. There are any number of reasons why their Coca-Cola tastes almost perfect. Yeah, it's a special blend. It is. It, it, it's not even really a special blend. It's special water especially filtered water. Mm-hmm. They keep the syrup cold. They mm-hmm. don't do that for the other drinks, 7-Up, root beer, whatever. It's not cold. And something that has always annoyed me because I'm an ice freak. Well, I like lots of ice in my drink. They yeah. have actually scientifically computed exactly how much ice should be in there to make it taste perfectly. Mm-hmm. And they're right. I, I will grant them that they are right. Plus, I don't know if you knew this or not, but they have a specifically and specially designed straw that is wider than most straws, mm-hmm. just slightly, which creates this perfect mix of Coca-Cola. In fact, I want to get in the car right now and go get a Coke at McDonald's. <laughs> News I don't know why you care about. For some reason, McDonald's employees now are taking to TikTok to explain who their favorite customers are. And do you know what the overwhelming favorite customer at McDonald's is? I have no idea. People who only order a Coke, nothing else. Again, I don't know why you would care, but apparently this is the new trend on TikTok. Favorite McDonald's employees sharing with you their favorite. I don't know. I don't watch TikTok, so I don't actually know. Employees sharing their favorite customers. And overwhelmingly, it's those of us who just order a Coke. So God bless you, McDonald's. Keep it up. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I saw a couple of different stories that could have could have neatly fallen into WTF, but uh, uh, this one is is really about yeah. A woman was planning her dream wedding. Said her fiance forgot he proposed. <laughs> she she posted on social media because that's what they do. And she's asking right. for some advice from ladies. She said nine months ago. What I thought was my fiance asked me to marry him. He didn't have a ring, so I assumed it was a spur of the moment decision. But I am I'm a chill woman, so I understand the ring will come later. And and all that matters is that we have each other. When I told him I was I was going dress shopping, somehow he looked, I feel like she's lying about that. Yeah, I don't know. She's like when I told him he, I was going dress shopping, he looked at me, at me like I had five heads. Long story short, he claims he never proposed to me. He said, "Quote: Why would I propose to a woman I'm not even dating?" End quote. Am I thinking of I'm thinking of tricking him into coming to our wedding just to see what happens? Not too sure what else I could do. This is money for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this is this is the news. This is this is on the New York Post. I'm like, why is this woman is clueless? And 
So what do you think? I mean, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but do you think that he actually proposed and he's just gaslighting her? Or, does, yeah. or is she crazy? Yeah, I know where I'm going. There's people in in Reddit and and things that respond to saying that, you know, she probably had said something clever or cute. The guy is like, will you marry me? Tongue in cheek. She took it seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Which I can totally see that kind of thing happening. But but they're not even dating. That's the part that. (laughs) So they were probably casually out for a drink or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) She's sitting there planning this wedding to this guy. It's the line. We have a stage five clinger. <laughs> There's a TV show in this somewhere, right? You know, yeah. like the 90 day fiance, right? Yeah. <laughs> Guys so showing up to a, to attend a wedding that is actually for them. <laughs> right. And he doesn't know. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be great reality TV, wouldn't it? That would. Will he, will he go through with it or not? Now that he's learned that Yvette loves him deeply, but he's not even dating her. <laughs> God, that'd be fantastic. Other news. I don't know why you would care about uh, AOC. Alexandria, or I'm going to screw up her name. Ortazio, no. Ortazio, Cor- Cortez. I, Cortez yeah. I can get because I've been to Cortez, Colorado a lot. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, she's complaining. Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez. She's complaining. And, and I know that. She, I've just she, been off work for two she, weeks. She so always I'm, complains, though. Yes, but now she's complaining that she's not making enough money as a congressman. Oh, please. Said the which bartender. my response is, well, my response is, you're doing this wrong because all these other Congress people are becoming millionaires. Yeah. You, you need to go buddy up to Nancy Pelosi and find out how it is that you can not sell any stock. I'm going to correct still you, make Dave. money. You got to buddy up to Nancy Pelosi and her fun bags. <laughs> Sorry. Forgot about those. <laughs> no, she says she didn't sell any, but she's making a lot of money, but, but, but of course not. She's not anyway, AOC. I, uh, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but you're doing this wrong. Clearly, you're doing this wrong. You think you must have thought that going to Congress was about passing laws or something, and it's not. It's about getting rich. So, whatever you're doing, you're doing wrong, and you need to start over. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if you froze on my screen or not. <laughs> News, I don't know why you would care about. I got one more. Um, I have one I can throw in there, too. Right. You know, I'll throw in the kitchen sink because apparently there were some women. Um, that basically hiked this was it Scafell Pike uh, in England that um, they, they were protesting, uh, I guess men or, or whatever. So they, they actually tied kitchen sinks to their backs as they hiked up to the top of this pike with a written on the sinks were all the misogynist things that they've ever had to deal with. And I guess it was some protest, but you know, there are better ways to, to do that with, without having a kitchen sink right. tied to your back. I'd say just not put out, but they're probably not doing that anyway. So, uh, no, judging by the look at, uh, of them, they are, uh, yeah. You see Matt Gates, the congressman. Oh yeah. Florida last week. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Gates is a congressman from Florida. He's in a lot of hot water, but anyway, I guess he got on tape saying that somebody asked him if, are you saying that all the women at these anti-abortion or these pro-abortion protests are fat and ugly? Yes. <laughs> so some fat, ugly chick takes that and turns it into a fundraiser. I'm not making this up. Yeah. She makes a million dollars for pro-abortion stuff based on Matt Gates's fat and ugly. And she's, I mean, hideous. Yeah. So, and I'm being polite. So they're, they're, they're embracing the hideousness of this. Okay. And, and going, which well, is not news. Know, I don't know why you would care. You know, God, God bless her for making money off of it. Right. I mean, Hey, how much of that money do you really think is going to pro abortion? people? Oh, maybe a third at best. Russ goes to her attorney and fundraising people and yeah. got to pay her bills. So my final, I don't know why you would care about this story. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why most people would, this is a story that has eaten away at me for seven freaking years. For seven years, I've been asking this question. And essentially been ignored by the powers that be. And it has eaten away at my soul at times. I'm not kidding. I have turned off my television at times because I can't take it anymore. (laughs) I have never actually watched the show. I've never seen a minute of the actual show. Okay. But because I like to watch TBS and TNT because they have programs that I like. Every effing 
commercial break is three ads for this inane, asinine, idiotic, unfunny show. And I have screeched since I was, well, it's been seven years. I have been screeching. Why is this show on the air? She is not funny, Mm -hmm. Samantha B. Yeah. And I've talked about the fact she's the executive producer for one of the funniest shows on TV, which I love, The Detour. But she has her own political talk show, which is ridiculous because she does one 22-minute show every three to six weeks. Yeah. And it's like, I'm supposed to be impressed with this all-new Samantha Bee episode coming up after the elections. And then I got to spend every commercial break listening to commercial break, listening to her humor. And she's not funny. And I keep saying, who told her that she's funny? Because whoever it was should be beaten with sticks. Yeah. And I mean severely. You, you should be you should be punished for telling her that she was funny or allowing her to believe that she's funny because she's, she's not. She's not even, you know, there's humor in the Democrat and the left side. There, there really is. There is some. Yeah. But she ain't it. It never was. <laughs> well, the Lord heard my lament finally and has delivered me from this evil because <laughs> it was announced this week that the Samantha B show is canceled and I have rejoiced. And while you may not care, well, I certainly do because now this is what I've said over and over again. Now TNT and TBS are going to have to find some other ads to run because they're not going to be able to run these stupid Samantha B commercials in six weeks. You'll be back with a new show, a new show. I can't wait for that. What's going on? There you go. News. I don't know why you care about back and uh, happy to be back yeah it's gonna be nice to it's good i think i i think that's it for the summer right we're we're, we're, we're no, we don't have any more interruptions planned i don't have any uh any places i need to go no um for the record uh depending on how things go uh for those of you that have asked my father has not yet passed neither has my sister they are both on hospice i am not planning to go uh, my father has made it very clear through the years that he does not want a funeral mm. so i am not planning to go back down anytime soon however it's possible things may change you know you, yeah. you never know but uh if if that happens we'll try to make it up at you know some other recording time but i think we're back for for the time being yeah unless rod has to go to another conference in anaheim or something no no the only other conference i have is virtual so Speaking of virtual, um, I don't know if you knew this or not, and I don't know why anybody would care. So Zoom used to have these time limits. Yeah. They, you know, they don't have the time limits anymore. Oh, they, they, they do for if you're not paying. If, if you have a free account. Yeah. But I don't have a free account. I have, I have a license. Well, there you go. So I can sit here literally for as long as I want and talk. Well, you know, so what's stupid is I had a free account and I was using it to communicate with my daughter and, and, her, and her husband in Atlanta area and we were, we were fine. We could go hour and a half, two hours. And then suddenly this last time we used it, Oh, you got a 40 minute limit. Sorry. And you get that music, which happened to us once while we were recording, the music came on yeah. and neither of us knew what it was. And as it turns out, it doesn't play over the, the air, but we clearly were distracted by this oh, yeah. symphonic piece that, that was warning us that we only had 10 minutes left. Anyway. So, uh, in the future, I, I like this hour format. If you uh, if you like the hour format, WTF at whatthefrock.org, or if you'd like less or more or whatever. Yeah, please send us, you know, send us emails, send us, you know, messages. Don't don't contact Dave's old account on Facebook. Right. And whatever you do, don't post anything about Nazis. 
they will ban you for that. In fact, I won't even put Nazis in the description of this show because Facebook would nuke it. We can't have that. No. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, on that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. And I am Friar Rod. And this has been... What the frock? <laughs>